Luckily, I don't need to be reminded of the host name because, uh... Willem! I'm glad that we've got this all caught on the recording. Oh, is this on the recording? Uh Uh-huh, yeah, I started the recording. Because I didn't realize we still had to pull up the cast list. (laughs) (laughs) This one's, uh, this one might be staying in the podcast. These sounds are very important. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, alright, you ready for the countdown? Yeah, right. Five... Four, three, two, one. No, you're not supposed to say one, so that way you have a fucking clear mic when you start the intro. God damn, it's like you've learned nothing. <laughs> I've got a, got a, unfortunately, I've, uh, I've got a case of the sillies right now. No, I know, it's fine. <laughs> listen, listen, we can keep, if you want to keep this in the audio version of the podcast, I'm down with it. I don't care. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Five. We'll see. We'll see the mood I have. Uh, yeah, let's go. Five, four, three, two. Hello and welcome to Sketch and Review, the SNL Sketch Review Show. Uh, I'm Bill Bedotto. I'm joined with uh, my co-host Connor Griffin. Uh, we will be this week is the Willem Dafoe and Katy Perry episode. So let's jump right in with the cold open. Uh, so we get, we come in, it's a, a press, it's a security briefing, uh, about the Russia-Ukraine, uh, situation, <laughs> uh, given to President Biden, uh, and, you know, listen, it starts off pretty fun, uh, the basic gimmick is, look at all of these ways that Russia is using the media to try and spin their invasion, and so yeah. it starts, yeah, it starts with uh, some basic jokes like, uh, look, the media, which is just uh, Ukraine border encroaching on Russian troops. <laughs> <laughs> it is, that one is my favorite, and it was the first one, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, definitely, that one's way stronger than, like, some of the other ones, but. Yeah, then I, they, it, it goes, like, it, it progresses well, but the, the first one's funnier than any of the others. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they go, not only that, uh, they're doing memes, uh, which, you know, they do uh, the the crying, the crying uh, Shaq meme. <laughs> yeah, they're all, it's, it's, uh, they're, they're, they're ancient memes, but it works, it's fine, it's good, yeah. we're having a good time. It's not like, god, there was a meme thing, like, last season, I think, that was, like, unwatchable. Oh, was it the Mulaney one? <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. I, I just remember there being something in regards to memes on SNL that made me want to die. Oh, it, it's, there's, there's, I could name, like, a few of them, because there's also, like, Gen Z Hospital. <laughs> God. Uh, anyway. Uh, what I, you know what I'd like to say is, I think I like uh, James Austin Johnson's Biden way more than I like his Trump. I agree, I agree. I think there's fun that can be done with the Trump. I think he, I think he holds down a Trump more than he performs. Like, he he does a good job being Trump when we have a joke that needs to have Trump in it. Mm-hmm. He's not like outstanding as Trump to the point where he's so fun to see just doing his thing. Yeah, or maybe it's just that we're all just fucking tired of Trump, and you better have a fucking reason if you're gonna bring him up. Yeah, pretty much. Uh. So, uh, so, uh, eventually we get through all of the memes, 
Uh, and they say we've brought on uh, a basically like a high school mean girl to bully Russia <laughs> on social media, which is fucking hilarious. First off, very good. Uh, so uh, Chloe Feynman comes out as Michaela, spelt the worst way. What do you think the worst way to spell Michaela is? Um. Hmm. Well, there's like you can go real deep with Michaela. Yeah. Um, there's there's a lot of sounds in there. So yeah. you're able so you're able to spell them all wrong. Like okay, so I'm I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to say we're we're going to not do anything cute with an x or something. Mhm. But I will say uh, okay, okay, M Y Q U E A L A L E. <laughs> okay, okay, I can see that. Uh, the one that I wrote down while we were wa- while we were uh, watching was M I H Q U A E. Okay. L U H. Ooh, the L U H. The L U H is. Listen. Uh, there's that, and then there's also M I dash big K. Dash A A L A. Honestly, that's a move. No, that's the that's a great way to spell it. Uh, <laughs> the oh problem no. with the, the L U H, it just feels like there's some like when you think the most terrible way, you're thinking like overcomplicated to make it sound fancier. <laughs> but L U H is just like, oh sweetie, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Nobody wants a look in their name. That's a that's a hurl sound. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, another choice line was uh, by me like, why can't we just do it like the old days with a drone strike? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or why can't we do something everyone loves like a drone strike? <laughs> uh. And then, uh, and then at the end, they ask, uh, they say, "Well, are we sure that this is going to work? Like, do you have any, do you have any proof?" And they're like, "Well, have you ever heard of someone named Rudy Giuliani?" <laughs> it's, it's a fun, it's a, it's a good little punchline. But like I said, when we were watching it. It's, it's a really awkward to trans transfer the uh, transition from that to live from New York at Saturday night, because like. I don't know. It didn't work. It didn't work. <laughs> yeah, it felt it felt like there was it felt it felt short for a cold open, which yeah. honestly means it's probably the right length because cold opens Very go true. too long. It's just we yeah, have like, become so conditioned that oh SNL does like a, a fourth and fifth act too because they think they're <laughs> shake because they think they're Shakespeare. <laughs> uh. Yep. 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 Uh, yeah, so they ended it relatively quickly, which I think was good. Uh, so let's, let's move on to the monologue. All right, Billy, tell me how much you like the monologue. I like the monologue. I know you did, because it's the most dad-ass monologue that was this season. <laughs> what do you mean? It was a dad-a-log. <laughs> what do you mean it was a dad-a-log? <laughs> <laughs> First, he was he was talking about how uh, <laughs> I I remember back when I was back in New York City and it was in a small apartment and I paid a lot of money for it. But here's back when that well, a lot of money was <laughs> a really small amount of money because I'm old. You got to remember, Willem Dafoe is old. 
course he's old. What else did what else did he say in his monologue? Uh that he did that he was part of the original Worcester group for experimental theater. Oh my god, what was that? What I don't that? I don't know what the Worcester group is, but I feel like I would love it. <laughs> yeah, alright. I'm I'm down with that. That's like it's like shouting out shouting out your college improv group. I'm here for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What else uh, did he talk about? I, he, 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 he said went, he said that he's not as subtle as actors like Kate, Nick Cage and Al Pacino, which is just such yeah, a good Nick line. Nick Cage and Al Pacino, very dad, very dad suggestions for that joke. Yeah, but name another over actor that everyone's gonna know. See an over actor besides see, Willem Dafoe. You've got me at a disadvantage because I'm bad at naming actors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Connor, name an actor. Shit. Uh, so then, uh, then also my favorite, and then also uh, we get we get like fake questions from the audience because it's not actual. Oh, it's just it's just fucking Mikey and eighty fucking heckling him, pretending to be from Wisconsin, <laughs> being oh. like, "I loved you in Full Metal Jacket." Do you mean Platoon? Uh, you know, <laughs> Passion of the Christ. Do you mean The Last Temptation of Christ? And then the ultimate fucking hit, heater, heater of a reference, Speed 2, Cruise Control. <laughs> <laughs> to which he has to, very sad, be like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> Also, everybody keeps telling me to be the telling me I would be a good Joker, which is always great to hear that you make a great sociopath. Yeah, yeah. Plus, he does an entire setup and punchline for it, where he sets it up at like halfway through the sketch, where he says, "Man, it's really awful that people always tell me that I should play the Joker." Yeah, no, it's. And then oh, it, I'm <laughs> sorry, I, I put a, I must have given you the wrong impression. I also loved this uh, this monologue. <laughs> I just knew you were going to love this monologue as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it is. It was great. Oh, listen, we've had two very good monologues in a row. It's true. So uh, I'm pretty happy at the moment. The That's SNL writers <laughs> doing their job. Yeah. Uh, all right. So next up after that, uh, we get the co-op meeting sketch. You know, I understand what they were trying to do, because the school board sketch was really funny. Yeah. And a lot of fun, and we and we like that sketch a lot. Yeah, char- character carousels tend to be good. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a low ceiling for them compared to a lot of other sketches, but... And here's the thing, here's the thing. doesn't mean they're terrible. And, like, you can artificially raise the ceiling by making it more topical... Which is what SNL did when they did the school board one, because it was right around when all those fucking nut jobs <laughs> were going to school board meetings. Not many sure. people go to like tenant meetings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so already you're like cutting off half of the relatability to it. And like they could have done a town council meeting and it could have basically been the same fucking thing. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I will say though, uh, I'm uh, I'm ripping up this uh, this uh, uh, maintenance uh, this maintenance payment because uh, I don't live on the roof. Yeah, quality yeah, line, quality line, quality line. <laughs> I played her like she was crazy, but she was fucking right. 
Well, I mean, listen, we could go into, like, what you what happens when you join a co-op, but... <laughs> uh, listen, Willem Dafoe's character in this, I think, was fucking, like, hysterical. Oh, yeah, it was great. It just was, that was just, just great. a man who misses the 70s New York. <laughs> I bought the top three floors of this building for $11 <laughs> four years ago. <laughs> and I just want to be a pain in everyone's ass. Do you it's, actually have a question? Nah, I just wanted to be a pain in everyone's ass. Yeah, listen, the dude, he makes a good point. This is a, this is a man who found his home and found his calling. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Listen, we here stand self-actualization. A.D. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Bryant's uh, Jane Krang made another reappearance uh, in her H. I think it was also in the school board sketch because that name rings, like, rings, rings a bell. That exact Krang, K-R-R-A-N-G. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I I was a big big fan of the cat lady. I, I <laughs> yeah, Kate McKinnon playing a cat lady who's too short for the podium. So good. <laughs> it just it's it's Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon just does she she gets those layups where it's just like this better not be about the pet policy. And then you just she has that look <laughs> in her head and you know it's gonna be about the pet policy. And it's only. And and the best part is, like is that, that it was... you dead in the eyes while you're doing exactly what you're told not to do thing, and then it's... <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the number of cats should be raised from 3 to 71. Part <laughs> <one>. <laughs> uh, so good. What I will so say funny. also is they realized how funny it was when Dismukes fucking just leaned in the mic and went, bitch, in the school board sketch. <laughs> that they just Hi, redid yeah. it, but they just redid it, but instead it was two NYU cokeheads. <laughs> and and listen listen say what you want like him going like douche does not have nearly the same comic potential as bitch <laughs> for a multitude of reasons one this is just an adult calling another adult a douche like it's not it's not nearly as much fun as as in the other one where it's a student fucking a student actively calling a school administrator a bitch <laughs> It's like, listen, we're... <laughs> these are two oh. very different scenarios. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Oh, I love Dismukes. Mm-hmm. I do, too. He's so good. I can't wait for him to be a full fucking performer. No. No. Uh, all right. So next we get uh, the pre-record. Now I'm up. Oh, uh, yeah. It was good. It was good. I can't. I cannot wait for uh, people to write articles about this and not mention Chris Red. <laughs> Chris Red <laughs> yeah. has cons- consistently been left out of every article about S- about an SNL song that he is on. Pete Davis, like him and Pete Davidson, did a bunch last season, and all the articles said Pete Davidson made this really cool song, and Chris Red would just <laughs> qu- Chris Red would quote tweet it and be like, "I was there too." <laughs> I'm like he's really good guys Mm -hmm. so I think I think the biggest the biggest fucking like it has to be it has to be something like something someone somewhere is 
like making the big it has to be some kind of joke <laughs> somewhere be because it has to be because fucking because fucking when he did the eric adams sketch they called him jay Farrow. jay Farrow hasn't worked at snl for like 15 years <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh anyway the song was decent enough yeah, no, it was it was fun. It, uh, it's uh, as somebody, somebody with a fucked up sleep schedule. Yeah, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> the big one was uh, there was well the the immediately jolted awake by a full body spasm is a big one. Oh my god, those are the worst. Yeah, no, it's 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 fucked up because you were about to go to bed too, and then your bed's like, nah, you're gonna die. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Change of plans. Quick trip to the grave. <laughs> oh fuck me. Anyway, yeah, uh, there's not much to say about it, but it's a it's a fun hashtag relatable song. So mm-hmm. like, uh, look at that. Uh, all right. So next up, we get the uh, Badminster Dog Show. Hell yes. Listen, fuck yes. Listen, we love a dog sketch. Love if you, a dog sketch. If you do not love a dog sketch, that's your fucking problem. <laughs> and it's it the best, like, they, it's so, I, um, well, so. <laughs> SNL, for some reason, they, they've got, there's a lot of times where they've got some pretty dog shit instincts, but they know how to make a dog sketch funny. <laughs> they know that they've got these adorable fucking puppies on screen, and there's there's so many ways that you can go with that. You can talk about you know they're, they're, they've got these adorable puppies and they're always just trying to like kiss uh kiss the the fucking players <laughs> while they're trying to do something and all that. And so you can try to make it a very serious scene where one of the characters is a dog, like Doghead Man. Or you can try to make it a very or you can do this one where you bring on a bunch of dogs and they're adorable and like everybody and like they they're causing no trouble. And every single character just talks shit about them. <laughs> and then <laughs> this little fucking monster keeps me up all night and it's like licking the it's like yeah. trying to get up and like and, and lick the person's face. It's 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 hilarious. It's so good. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh the third the third type is puppy court, which is just dogs <laughs> dogs misbehaving in a in like a in just a regular old sketch. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Oh my god. I love dog sketches, and I love this dog sketch. This dog sketch is good, just consistently talking about how they're bad, bad dogs as they perfectly sit and try to, like, lick the owner's face. (laughs) And I got this. And also, it is also just, like, there are a lot of very good dog owner gripes with, like, always... Gets uh gets really upset when uh when both of their owners are in two different rooms or uh <laughs> refuses to walk <laughs> the refuses to walk class was very he just... he can walk he chooses <laughs> not to chooses not to <laughs> um, can't say enough good things about that sketch so goddamn good uh Kate and Punky playing the two the lesbian judges was so <laughs> fucking funny. <laughs> Which is either an animal rescue or a hoarding situation. <laughs> if you if, don't, no, no clapping. If any of you make any noise, all of these dogs will kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good pups. Uh, uh, next up, we get the Nugenics pre-record. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, okay, okay. 
that the dog that was a sexual predator and it was called by the vet manipulator. That 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 was another great line. It's like there's just this cute dog and he's just really nice and they say that he's a sexual predator. And manipulative. <laughs> and when I got him, he was so quiet. <laughs> but I found out he was traumatized. And I hate to say it, but I miss that version of him. Dismukes once again kills it. Dismukes just knocking it out of the park every five minutes. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Anyway, we were talking. The, the, yeah, the next, the next sketch, uh, the Nugenic sketch. Which, also an excellent sketch. which as as someone who ha- who watches a lot of like WWE which is on like network television so so I have to watch ads with it the amount of times I have seen that almost that exact fucking commercial <laughs> where where I shit you not Brett Favre Doug Flutie and <laughs> Doug Flutie is in every fucking Nugenics ad it's without a doubt <laughs> okay is Nugenics a real company? Yes. Why did they name their company after yeah. Nugenics? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Listen. They they didn't they didn't think it through. I don't know what to tell you. That was <laughs> me. When me and Maria would watch wrestling together and the ad would come on, we'd crack jokes about it all the time. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you, know, you know what I will say? It's going to be wild when we reach the age that the people we watched play sports are in the Nugenics ad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Bold of you to think that I watch people play sports. I mean, like, listen, yeah, but, like, if you saw, an, if you randomly saw a Nugenics ad and you saw Tom Brady on it, you'd feel... Tom Brady's already old as shit. Alright, fine, you saw fucking Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes. I don't know who Josh Allen is. I only know who Patrick Mahomes is because he made it to the Super Bowl one of, one of the years while I was in college, so there were Super Bowl parties that I actually wanted to go to. <laughs> Well, you well when I have a Super Bowl party, you'll be invited. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad you correctly read. Uh, I wanted to go to as I got invited to. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Defoe fucking Defoe fucking killed this this sketch for Nugenics. Him, mm, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, he shows up and. <laughs> He, and, you know, he starts with, like, oh, you know, your dick doesn't work. Obviously, that's why you want eugenics. <laughs> that's right. Also, like, just, like, there's, like, a lot of bits in this that, like, some of the times when SNL's at its best, and it sounds cruel to say, is when it sounds like a different show. Um, this one, this feels like an I think you should leave sketch, kind of, at certain points. Mm-hmm. Not entirely. Like when... But, like, with the... <laughs> Oh, now he's interested. And then I'm I don't, I, I don't know. Like the oh, now he's interested is very. I think you should leave, and it's mm-hmm. also one of the best parts of the sketch. Also, can everyone. we can we talk about the fact that Defoe tries to fuck Mikey Day's wife? Uh, <laughs> I, at some point, at some point, this is like it. 
is this just a is it a running joke at the studio is it is this tonight the author's poorly disguised fetish like what are we doing mikey day's wife is constantly getting fucked (laughs) people will not stop fucking mikey day's wife in this one, it was actually funny. In this one, it was very funny. Uh-huh, especially <laughs> because he was like, Sir, Sir Willem Dafoe, I'm not British. And then he puts on a fucking <laughs> fake British accent and calls himself Sir Willem Dafoe when he introduces and himself. And then winks at Mikey as he kisses her hand. <laughs> it's fucking perfect. It really is. Goddamn. Oh. Spectacular. Uh, Alright, so after that, we get uh, the first Katy Perry song. Uh, listen, it was fun. I laughed. (laughs) I loved the mushrooms. I loved the mushroom people with the thick thighs and the weird dances. Mm -hmm. I think it would have been funnier if they didn't have arms. That would have been... I would have fucking died laughing if they didn't have fucking arms. (laughs) It was a great time. And the song was good. I got no no notes. Only good things. (laughs) More, more, More fun than most live performances. Mm, definitely and i'm glad that katie perry brought some comedy to the comedy variety show <laughs> yeah absolutely uh, uh i'm not sure i understand i think we we talked about it and i think we think that it's an alice in wonderland motif that's what it always feels like with these things like being especially small especially yes yeah, being small wearing a dress and having mushrooms everywhere is kind of just alice in wonderland yeah that's it the could be something that's else. the could cliff notes. Like i think mushrooms are fun but that, like, i don't know that is the Cliff Notes version of Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> uh, I do. I will say I love the mushroom uh, piano, the mushroom keyboard that the guy's sitting at and playing. <laughs> oh, oh, lot of love it, love it a lot. Mhm. <laughs> uh, all right. So next up is Weekend Update. Coming out of the gates hard with that with that like second joke. Uh, about Biden saying that the calls between Russia and the Ukraine went very, very, very well. (laughs) To immediately hit it with a Gates fuck 17-year-old's joke. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Weekend update will not stop, and likely hasn't stopped for the entirety of its run. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 45 years. (laughs) 45 years of all gas, no breaks. (laughs) Fucking, he also did a solid Biden joke like a minute later, where they say that Biden, where they say that Biden had the highest economy growth since Reagan, and he goes, he also, he also adopted Reagan's catchphrase of "Where am I?" <laughs> Yikes! Oh my god, <laughs> fucking joke! Ah, but SNL's liberal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a very liberal joke. <laughs> Don't, don't, don't you worry. If uh, if that was even a, if that was even a if that was a conservative joke, it would have ended with uh, bowing to the four corners in, in reverence to Reagan. <laughs> uh, another solid one was the college admission scandal joke. Yeah, I didn't even get that one. Uh, so it was what, a long time since that scandal. I mean, I guess. <laughs> she, I think she's still in jail for it. Okay. Could be wrong. She could have, like, just gotten out, too. Who knows? 
That's, I, I, maybe I'm, maybe I'm the asshole here, but like, uh, uh, rich kids getting into college, uh, that they don't deserve. Uh, the problem has always happened and is still happening. The problem, Uh listen, the problem wasn't that rich kids who didn't deserve it got in. The problem was the rich kids who didn't deserve it took the scholarships from other people Mm -hmm. who might have deserved it because how they got in was they were recruited as like, as like water polo stars. They never fucking played a single game of water polo. Oh, Oh, I see. I and see. so they get in that way as like a five. Oh, this is a five star recruit for water polo. And then they get in and never have to fucking play water polo. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that is fucked up then. Yeah, listen, listen. They said there's, there's. How the guy explained it in the documentary is there's the front door, which is you get in how you're supposed yeah. to. There's the back door where you donate a wing. Yep. And then there's the side door. <laughs> and the side door is you pretend to play water polo. We take some <laughs> we take some pictures of you in the pool in the shallow end and Photoshop the bottom so it looks like you're swimming with your fucking entire <laughs> upper half outside of the water. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And we send fucking them some a. pictures and they and they let you in on scholarship because you're good at water polo. <laughs> Man, I wish I, I hope we uh, hope we fix this whole uh, uh, people not being able to pay for college thing. That's no. The thing is, is this costs fucking hundreds of thousands of dollars. Does it? Then yeah. Why do you want scholarships for hundreds of thousands. It's not the of scholarships. Dollars. They just get that too because they're five star recruits. Oh God, fuck that. But the fact is, is that they get accepted as an athlete, which means that they don't need to go through all the academic oh. rigor to get in. Man, fuck that. Yeah, listen. <laughs> I thought that this was just, like, rich kids doing rich kids shit, but this is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> why do you think Why do you think she's a worse criminal than Manson? <laughs> Devastating. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, uh, our first featured segment is uh, the Trend Forecasters. Adi and Bowen, <laughs> uh, they come out in fucking, like, obvious fashion, like, fashionista-style clothes. <laughs> and they just, listen, it's a very easy bit, and it's very fun. They get weird yeah, techno, no, it's, it's they get, they get weird techno music, they say, they, the, these three things are in, and then they go really hard and hateful on the last thing, which is out. <laughs> So it's easy. It works. It's great. They do a great job. I <laughs> always end with "go to bed" or "go to hell." Yeah, go, to go bed and go to hell. Go to bed, tiny baby, which is also a jail. <laughs> so good. Uh. Yeah. Uh, my favorite was when they said that uh, shitting yourself and being cool with it for the babies is out. <laughs> Bowen being like, "This is a society." This is a society. (laughs) (laughs) Your silence is deafening, baby. (laughs) Eating Cheerios with poop on your butt. No. (laughs) Uh. Anyway, yeah, quality quality time. Yeah. Uh, And then 
I mean, this one's way more up my alley than Connor's this next one. Uh, but we get Peyton Manning to discuss <laughs> to discuss the AFC uh, divisional game of uh, the Bills versus the Chiefs. So, Connor, for some background for you and for uh, our listeners, if they exist, <laughs> yeah, let's... Uh, is to is that uh, so? Last Sunday, uh, the Bills and the Chiefs went. Uh, went against each other in the playoffs. Winner moves on, loser goes home. Uh, and fucking in the last two minutes of the game, they managed to score something like 26 points between the two of them to end tied and go to overtime to do even more offensive shootout. So it was okay. just like a wild game. It, uh, everyone's like, oh, it's one of the best games you've ever seen, which let's say it, it kind of was. <laughs> uh, anyway, so they bring Peyton Manning out, which was a huge surprise for me. I remember when I saw it, I was like, holy shit, Pey- that's actually Peyton Manning. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes they'll say someone and then it'll just be like, Pete Davidson yeah, is Peyton guys. Manning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, he came out, and instead of talking football, he talked about Emily in Paris. <laughs> Which, honestly, very funny, because I thought everyone hated Emily in Paris. Yeah, I heard, uh, uh, I heard there was, like, some weird, like, racist stuff in the second season. I thought there was weird racist stuff in the first season, too. Okay. I, I don't, like, literally all I've ever heard about Emily in Paris was this, and one person telling me that something something and something something racist something something i don't know i, I watched which... i watched some uh i watched some french dude on youtube give, give like a 15 minute video essay on why emily in paris is so bad after the first season came out and i was like yeah no i'm just gonna take his word for it because he's like yeah you know she comes in and she's told by them that all the french people don't like her because she works too hard for them they she she's scary because she's so good at her job and they've never had anyone like her. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, listen, I could I can see someone being very upset <laughs> about that portrayal of your people. Uh anyway. Anyway, yeah, so Peyton Manning just talks a lot about uh Emily and Paris and he does a very good like John Madden-esque impression of explaining what's going on where he's kind of like hyperventilating yeah. at the camera as he's like <laughs> as he's discussing the X's and O's. Uh Yeah, I thought it was a great time. I had a lot of fun with it. I liked it too. I like uh I like people breathlessly talking about shows that they don't that they like. <laughs> we just love to see enthusiasm sometimes. Yeah, it do. It makes <laughs> me smile. Oh. It's, uh... It was a good... Yep, it was a good weekend update. It normally is. It normally is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, alright. Next up, we got the Beauty and the Beast sketch. Uh, the gimmick for this sketch is just... Uh, Belle needs to see what her father's doing without her. And the answer is he's gonna masturbate. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the... and they're talking about it like masturbating is some some first off lights a candle, and, and Pete Davidson's like, 
Oh, I know what he's doing. Bro, do you really light a candle? Listen, sometimes if you want to make a fucking, like, special occasion of it. I guess. Listen, that was also, lighting, the lighting of a candle is also uh, a joke in that 70s show, I remember. Because, <laughs> because I forget, someone caught Eric uh, masturbating, and him and Donna got in a fight about it. And she's like, you know, it should be like, you know, occasionally special. You light a candle. He goes, is that why you have candles in your room? I've <laughs> never, I've never seen them lit, but they always grow shorter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's pretty quality. That's a good joke. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel it's like... It's also just, like, they're talking about, like, some extremely kinky shit is going on, but they're Saturday Night Live, so they either can't do kinky shit, or they don't know what kinky shit is, because it was very tame what we were looking at. We were I'm, also looking at more a man crying on the ground than we were looking at a man master. Well, I mean, listen, we only we only got to see the foreplay. <laughs> we only got to see the foreplay of it, in which he stares at the horse picture. <laughs> you don't watch. You don't watch. You watch. You watch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, listen, I really liked it because they just let Defoe basically go full psycho. <laughs> they did. They did. They did. I, uh, man, they, uh, spent a lot of time on those Beauty and the Beast costumes. Was there, like, an earlier Beauty and the Beast sketch that made, that they just had the costumes left over? They've done... Or were they like, let's go? They've done Beauty and the Beast before. Okay. They have, okay. they have a whole department just filled with costumes from 40 years of sketches. You think they haven't done a Beauty and the Beast sketch before? I mean, maybe. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Uh, alright, so after that we get a Please Don't Destroy sketch. And, uh, boy, are they like a breath of fresh air to SNL comedy. I know, yes, no, they are. They there's, really are. Listen, there's a lot of people who are upset that Please Don't Destroy seem to only make sketches for SNL in which they are in their SNL writer's room. Which is very good. But I think that that's just a fun theme. Like, I really yeah. like I really liked this one sketch group on YouTube called Business Work, and their entire gimmick was that everything they did was just based out of an office. <laughs> that's very good. Uh, everyone, one, of the, one of the first Auntie Donna uh, blocks of yeah. uh, sketches was in an office office is very good for sketches everyone everyone should check out uh business work they don't make content anymore but it's all still up on youtube and it's pretty fucking like hilarious i'll give it a watch i haven't seen it uh maybe maybe we'll do a full rewatch and we'll just and we'll give a review of it during the off times yeah why not all right uh yeah so uh please don't destroy uh this sketch is pretty simple uh not the ginger and not martin is friends with a 10-year-old. <laughs> and he is 10, but boy, is he pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's... I think my favorite part was, uh, was when, uh, one of them called the called the dude, you're such a Jacob. They're like, what's well, Jacob? Oh, it's someone in Connor's grade. <laughs> 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 Afterward, uh, when the uh, uh, when the other person uh, turns on the guy, and he goes, "Dude, you're being kind of a Jacob right now." <laughs> Good quality. Yeah, listen, there's a lot of quality small bits in there, <laughs> like fucking like when Garner's like, "Yeah, I got some jokes for update." Yeah, it's kind of like what do you call a white bitch in dreadlocks? It's like, holy, oh, there's something. There's, there... Listen, whoever is whoever plays that kid 
Yeah. Keep his fucking yeah. number, because because in like ten years, <laughs> you're gonna want to you're gonna want to put him on you're gonna want to put him on the fucking show. It's he, true. It's, he, well, also with this kid, he's he's just he's a really good child actor. The problem is um, the kind of child acting that it looks like he's really good at. Um, Hollywood isn't paying money for. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got some time. <laughs> he's got. Some, I, mean, I feel I feel bad because like if you had like a show that like you'd need a movie that like was you know nice enough because he is a kid and we don't want to see like horrible shit with this kid. But also, like, weird and, like, on this please don't destroy venue. It would need to be something like he needs, that. He needs, like, an R-rated big fat liar. Yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> he needs exactly that. Or, or a PG-13, but, like, you know, not, you know, like a PG-13 that's only PG-13 because it doesn't have the necessary content, not because it doesn't have the necessary themes. Yeah. So it like like uh like it's just it, I just it, I just assumed it would be R so we could drop at least two f bombs. <laughs> nah, it's a good point. It's a good point. I do want to see this ten year old say fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like it's like Seth Rogen basically did this movie already. He might be in that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. Please don't destroy. Always does good work. Have you gone and checked out their previous shit yet? A little bit. A little. Bit. I have it. I have not. Is it basically like the same idea, but not in SNL's writing room? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Uh, so it's, it's a little more out there, but like it's basically the same. Mm-hmm. Same characters, same stuff. All right. Uh, so after that, we get Katy Perry number two. Uh, listen, I understand that generally people do like an action song and then a slow song. But, oh boy, was this a slow song where she's just going to stand in one place and sing? I, 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 I don't, I never, I never talk about the music. I never like, uh, or I never say bad things about the music because I don't think I know enough about music. I think, and I've got, I've got very particular taste. And whatever they fucking did with that guitar made that song unlistenable. It felt (laughs) like the guitar was from a different goddamn song. Like she was singing something slow and the guitar was like, just doing something else. it was it was going on at weird times i don't know if it was just too loud i don't like i don't know enough about music something was going on with that guitar that made that song unlistenable to me it was it was weird it felt weird and i feel like if they just didn't have a guitar i would have liked that song i would have had a good time but i just i couldn't fucking weird yeah i don't know it was it was fine I don't, I don't, like, I don't know, it's just, I don't like slow songs in general, so, so, like, slow songs already are gonna be, like, a tough, a tough fucking, like, act. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, alright, so after Katy Perry, we've got Good Morning Columbus. Uh, in, that's the, it's the new sketch, and the entire, the entire gimmick is... They keep accidentally saying that Willem Dafoe's character uh, yeah. wrote the book "Blowing Yourself" instead of "Knowing Yourself." <laughs> yep, it's all all one long extended blowjob joke. Yep. And it's not bad. It's fun. It works. It's yeah okay. It's a it's a it's a good filler sketch. It it fills the time. It fills too much time for the one joke. Um, but I I, I like it. It made me laugh. Yeah, listen, they took the joke 
from the beginning to the end and told us every every single way we could probably use it. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, it was fine. Uh, I think yeah. I think my favorite part was uh, when they when they started doing the technique and it looks like they're fucking going down on themselves and they try to cut to the sports and Dismukes is like, nah, I want to yes. see how this plays out. <laughs> Dismukes, Dismukes, dude, like a fucking surgeon, he comes in there. It's true. Like I mean, I think don't want to spoil anything, but uh, very defensive play going on right now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's not much to say about it. It's a blowjob joke taken for six minutes. It's fun. Yeah. I had fun watching it. Yeah, it is. It's it's fun. I had fun watching it too. It is six minutes long. <clears throat> they did a they did a good. I think I think one of the better jokes they did was they started to tell you where you could get the yes yes I like get that the too. tickets uh, get tickets <laughs> to the event and they said oh no never mind it's sold out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, so then we move on to our 10 minutes to one sketch. Uh, and this was fun. I actually really liked this sketch. Uh, in it, Willem Dafoe plays, uh, someone re-entering the workforce after retirement as a temp. And, uh, they start, they're doing, they're get. I think they're, I think the gimmick is that they're getting audited, so they have to check to make sure that they didn't accidentally embezzle. Yeah, that, (laughs) or they're doing some sort of legal case, I can't tell. Yeah. One of the two. Anyway, uh, eventually you hear the ticking of the clock. Tick, tick. Dismukes starts, like, hitting his pen on the table uh, to the beat. Uh, Punky does a little bit of her stapler, and everyone starts joining in. Melissa uh, taps on the water jug. Heidi starts fucking scatting. (laughs) I, I I don't know why that was the decision for her instead of doing anything else, but... Uh, and then Kyle Mooney comes in and sings, uh, In the Jungle. <laughs> yep. And right as we get to the ooh, that part, uh, Willem Dafoe throws a chair through a window. <laughs> to which all the other characters react naturally of, why did you throw a chair out the window? And Dafoe's response is, well, I thought it would bounce and make a cool sound. Which, in fairness, it blows my mind that it broke through the window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wild, like wild no. stuff. But anyway, yeah, uh, I uh, it was it was a it was a fun idea. I don't know why I didn't enjoy it. Um, maybe it's just like the way Willem Dafoe was playing his character. I just kind of wanted him to be okay uh more than anything else (laughs) (laughs) it might have been because uh as those sort of impromptu uh like a bunch of characters doing an impromptu song thing shtick goes it was very bad um (laughs) it could have been uh that it was just just felt kind of awkward otherwise i wasn't enjoying this sketch very much (laughs) again i love the idea you reading it back to me is more funny than me watching it, is the problem. Hmm. Yeah, anyway, so so they get through that, he keeps his job, and then the next day he accidentally throws a stapler and kills Heidi Gardner's character. Yes, that was funny. Yeah, listen, it was it was fine, it was a good ten minutes to one. 
sketch, but yeah. besides besides that, I don't think there's much to it. Yeah. I always want the 10 minutes to one to be the best one, though, because they're like, they're going out there and they're doing something weird. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times it's just... It's not. <laughs> it's not that. And it's sad. Like, I liked the, I liked the, uh, we're opening up our marriage 10 minutes to one sketch. That one was a great time. <laughs> oh, we did not, weird. we did not just... like that sketch, though. Really? Uh, weird. You, you should, you should I listen to the show sometimes. <laughs> I don't listen to this shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I got time to listen. Oh, sorry, I already made that joke. Uh, it's all right. One, Oh, by the way, I uh, I got our uh, I got our uh, got our, our analytics up. Mm -hmm. We're up to eight followers. Uh, however, no more than six people have downloaded any one of our episodes. LOL. <laughs> uh, so two people are really dragging their feet. To be fair, I think I follow us on Spotify. Mm. So we have seven followers. <laughs> hey, no, no, Spotify is is uh, counted on this. Oh. Though I guess down, it might not be a download. I don't know. Point being, uh, <laughs> uh, let's just get back to what we're doing. Yep. Uh, so first, uh, so first we give uh, we give awards uh, every week. Uh, this week, uh, the awards are as as almost always uh, uh, respect given to the shutdown episode of SNL in which we couldn't give an offensive or defensive player. Uh, yep. So offensive, uh, offensive player of the week. This is somebody who uh, generally is drive a driving force in a lot of sketches, trying to uh, trying to uh, bring the sketch forward. Generally, they're the weird character, and uh, and uh, they are generally like the main character of a sketch and the weird one. Uh, so this week, uh, I need to go through my notes on this. I'm going to give it uh two. Do you have someone for it yet? Because I'm still thinking. I don't think it was. I don't think anyone came out very strong. I'm leaning towards Ad Bryant. I guess. I yeah. Really liked her yeah. In, like her I'm gonna. I'm update gonna... segment. I like. I think she did a. She did a strong job at the. Uh, at the. Uh, um. What is it? The uh, co-op segment. She she's the only one that I can think of right now that did a, a standout singular performance. Um, yeah, I I think maybe Pete for me just because he did like he did Aaron Rodgers, he did the Tenant, and he did Beast. Yeah, I guess. But even then, uh, it's there's not... no one, there's no real no one was super exciting for that this week. Yeah, all in all, kind of a dud offensively this week. Yeah, a lot of great sketches. There was a lot to like, mm -hmm. but it's not like it's not like someone showed up with a really, really big character in like a couple of sketches or like any sketch. Yeah, it was kind of just uh, it was kind of just uh, the SNL bouts of uh, this thing is weird and everyone reacting to the thing that's weird. Uh, yeah, but defensive. I'm gonna like I said, give it to Dismuse. Yep. So uh, there was a lot defensive of... defensive player of the week is uh, someone who generally keeps sketches afloat. They're secondary characters, sometimes the straight manning characters. Uh, they allow uh, they allow everyone else to be weird and stuff, and they make sure that the sketch moves forward and stays afloat. I, too, will be giving it to Dismukes, because I think he did a lot to keep a lot of sketches alive. Yeah, and that's, that's another thing about Defensive Player, which is the fact that, uh, and it gives you a lot of points, you could be a character in a sketch that otherwise is falling apart and just be the only thing about it that works. 
uh, and uh, that I, I think that's too harsh for the uh, uh, blowjob sketch. But uh, if he Pretty was close. far and away the best part <laughs> of the blowjob sketch, and he had one line, he showed mm-hmm. up, and then he he made it. He made something that was going on too long fun again, and that's what Desmukes does a lot, and it's what uh, he did almost exclusively in this episode. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh so next up we've got uh sketch of the night. This is just what our favorite sketch was of the night. Uh you know for me I'm going to go with You know it's unfortunate that like I saw the monologue and for a second I thought maybe <laughs> but uh no you know hilarious enough i think i'm gonna give it to just good morning columbus it was definitely like the clearest with the best amount of jokes where if this is the first time you've really heard the blowing yourself joke great sketch we've just heard that joke a bunch this is the first time you've heard listen <laughs> it's joke that is the, the this middle school joke that middle schoolers talk about all the time you're gonna if you were in middle school you'd love this sketch yeah and listen, sometimes I feel like my humor sense is still that of a middle schooler. So That's fair. That's fair. So I'm going to go with Good Morning Columbus. I mean, it's not like my, my sketch of the nights anymore, uh, highbrow. I'm, <laughs> I'm, going for, I'm going for the dog show. I mm-hmm. think the dog show is fucking awesome. It made me laugh. It made me giggle. It made me smile. It lifted my heart. Here's a picture of this adorable dog, and here's why it sucks. The anime. Like, <laughs> awesome. Sounds great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's what we thought of this episode. Uh, we will be back February, March 1st. I'm not... Late February, early March, depending on how the days work out. Uh, in order to... Uh, what is it? Uh, for the John Mulaney episode. John Mulaney is going to be getting his five-timers... Award in five years. <laughs> Wild shit. Wild shit. Oh, my, very fast. I can't wait. John Mulaney's one of my one of my favorite stand-ups. Uh, fucking, he's great. Can't wait. Yeah, can't can't wait to see what he brings for this SNL episode. Uh, until then, <laughs> uh, continue supporting local comedy. Have a wonderful day. Goodbye.